The government was recently denied leave to appeal a Court of Appeal ruling that pension changes discriminated against younger firefighters and judges. So why did the Supreme Court reject his application for permission to appeal? And what effect will this have on government policy with regard to public sector pensions? I'm Sophia Imsen, Deputy Editor at Pensions Expert, and I'm joined today by Rosalind Connor, partner at ARC Pensions Law, to discuss the far-reaching implications of this case. Hi, Rosalind. Hello. So why has the Supreme Court denied the government leave to appeal? The way the courts work is that they will only allow an appeal if it looks like there's a point to argue. The court obviously looked at this and decided that everything said by the Court of Appeal is sufficient, that it isn't going to change at a higher level. So effectively, they're saying, that's it. There's nothing the government can do now. It has to accept the judgment. What does the decision mean for younger members of the firefighters and judges schemes? Well, it might not be as great as it sounds. Uh, At the moment, uh, what we've been told is that a process by which they close the scheme, but only for younger members and not for older ones, uh, is discriminatory. But that doesn't mean that the scheme has to be made available for everyone. In fact, the Public Sector Pension Schemes Act in, in 2013 specifically was getting rid of final salary schemes for the public sector. Mm -hmm. The problem is that this might actually mean that the government says, fine, well, we'll just close it for everybody then. So it may not, in the long run, make a lot of difference, although they may well be allowed those few years that have operated in the meantime when they've been kicked out of the scheme. And how will the decision affect the government? It needs to take things back to the drawing board. It appears that we have other public sector Uh, workers already saying, well, hang on, something similar happened with me. I understand the British Medical Association is already looking at this issue for doctors. So it is going to have to rethink how it goes about closing these schemes down and whether it it can find a way of doing it softly, uh, as it was trying to do, but not in a way that that discriminated against younger members. And what impact could it have for policy on, on public sector pensions in general? It may well reopen this question of closing the defined benefit final salary schemes that that the public sector has enjoyed. It it was a big political change and probably one a long time coming. I think most of us in the industry would agree that it's the public sector final salary pensions that are slightly worrying because they're not subject to the same funding rules as everyone else. So it may well be that somebody looks at this again and says, gosh, do we really need to do this? Are we going to hit problems? And of course, a harder close may well mean uh, some kind of industrial unrest. And several steps have been taken in recent years to improve diversity in the public sector. So how has this added another argument against the government in, in this particular case? Yes, this is one of the ironic things. It's, it, it's, an, a, it's a situation where, as you would expect, most uh, jobs that people want to have, like being a firefighter and certainly being a judge, are things that have been the preserve of white men. Over recent years, as you say, they've worked really hard to increase diversity. But diversity inevitably starts to happen at the younger age, which, of course, meant that when they were discriminating in favour of older people, what they were doing is discriminating in favour of white men. As well as direct discrimination, there's a concept in law of indirect discrimination. And that's where you aren't specifically saying that you're cutting out a group of people because of their sex or their race or their age. But the effect of your distinction is to cut out those people. So we got this a lot historically with part-timers being less well-treated and they were almost all women at that stage. 
because these uh, broader ethnic groups and more women were coming in at the bottom end and the younger age, then they were necessarily being discriminated against indirectly if you cut them out and just gave something to older people. And the courts accepted that argument. So it is something that professions that have let in a broader range of people might need to worry about when they're facing age discrimination claims, that it might also be seen as a race or sex discrimination claim as well. Could the judges and firefighters case um, prompt similar developments in the private sector? Well, I think this is one of the really interesting things here. When the public sector said the way we're going to close these schemes is we're going to keep them going for the really old people near to retirement and move younger people into a different scheme. They're following a path that's very well trodden by the private sector. I would say most defined benefit pension schemes that have closed to accrual have worried particularly at the about the people who are nearly retiring, with this idea that if you're close to retirement, if you've planned on that basis, suddenly this is swept away from you. It's going to be a massive impact on you. And perhaps employers are saying, let's just get those few people over the hump and everybody else can deal with the new scheme. This process is is clearly one that is now being attacked judicially. And the argument that used to run seems to be countered with this idea that, yes, okay, it is hard for these people to lose their last few years in the defined benefit pension scheme, but nobody else got much time in the defined benefit pension scheme at all. So actually, maybe you shouldn't be favouring those people. You should be favouring the younger people who are going to lose more. Uh, As a result of that, I would think there is a real chance that people who closed their schemes recently, where they've used this kind of method, might start finding employees clearing their throats and pointing out that this was not the best method. And certainly people who are considering doing it now are going to have to think very hard about this idea that just simply protecting the older members because they are going to feel the impact just before retirement may well not be acceptable. Thanks, Rosalind. For more on pensions law and regulation, please visit pensions-expert.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.